Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with filmmaker Sean Burkett. We are going to be talking about the October 11th release of, can we say the word? We can say the word. It's Don't Fuck in the Woods 2. But when you look for it, look for Don't F in the Woods because, you know. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad to talk to you. I just got done watching it a little bit ago and it is, it's intense. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Don't F in the Woods, uh, main characters played by Brittany Blanton is Jane and Gil played by Cheyenne Gordon. They, I, we try to do the shows without giving too many spoilers, but they kind of go through, they go on a little bit of a, a journey, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. You've got this um, quick synopsis. You've got this group of friends that are just trying to get away for what the weekend and they go to this campground and stuff happens. <laughs> so people, you got it. You got to check it out. It's going to be available uh, video on demand. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So major platforms, Amazon to be voodoo. Yep. All right. Perfect. So bring me into this. I see that you're, your portfolio is four all the way down, right? Is this yeah. some, were you that weird little kid that was uh, watching movies above your age? <laughs> I definitely was uh, watching horror movies I shouldn't have been at a young age, for sure. Um, but I didn't really get into like filmmaking until, oh, wow, I was like almost 30. Wow, okay. So... Um, I was a touring musician uh, before that, and uh, I had kids, so I needed something to where I wasn't gone as much. And uh, well, instead of getting a real job, I uh, partnered up with my business partner, Ryan Stacy, and we uh, started making movies. Well, that's amazing. It's so funny. Uh, we've been talking to musicians pretty much all day. And I was yeah. like, and we, I was like, and we've got Sean at four to talk about film but you're actually you, you're a musician as well so that's that's pretty cool it's fitting in with the theme today <laughs> so what kind of music did you play uh mainly rock and uh sometimes punk sometimes psychedelic rock it it varied throughout my life like i've never been able to stick to like one thing like uh even with the movies we'll go from like thriller to like bloody gory horror to like just suspense, just kind of, I can't just narrow anything down to one thing. You want to taste all the flavors. Right. That's cool. So I have some thoughts on the film and I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to give you major kudos and a lot of thanks for all of the tatas in the film because October, as you know, is National Breast Cancer Awareness <laughs> Month. So thank you for doing your part. I was kind of shocked because I watch a lot of horror movies. I have to, you know, and tits and ass is something that's kind of declined in film, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily that uh, they're losing it, you know, to be to be hoity-toity and it's for the story. You know, it's just there was a study done, I think, last year or the year before that um, in mainstream films, sexuality and nudity had gone down. And if you wanted to see naughty bits, you had to go to the the indie filmmakers and then the smaller production companies. Yeah. So I was just like, it's definitely not kids. 
I mean, I know a lot of parents are like, oh, my kids can handle Halloween. They can handle Freddy. It's not for kids. We're going to put that out there right away. I mean, there's one scene in particular that I can think of that uh, I definitely, as a kid, would have been like, yeah, what is that? Why does that? Okay. This isn't what they told me on the playground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Eyes as big as saucers. Like, oh, my God. I noticed that you um, you've worked with Tori Jones before. I've spoken mm -hmm. with he's he's incredible. He's a dad too. Yeah. You guys you guys bond over the fact that you're making terrifying films that your kids can't watch. Um, I mean, sometimes uh, me and Tori are pr pretty close, actually. Um, like I I get his kids' birthday presents and constantly hit on his wife because I think uh, she deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> but that. That was a joke. I just know that Tori will hear this. So, <laughs> oh, absolutely. And if he doesn't, <laughs> well, I talked to him. I talked with him uh, a little bit ago about uh, Wicked Ones. Mm -hmm. That was not to get off on a on a Tory tangent, but that was a really interesting discussion because he he was say, he was saying that he had to go to a very dark place to make that, yeah. and that looking forward to films like they see you which you worked on uh coming out to be a little to bring a little more levity to mm -hmm. his film so i thought that was really really pretty cool don't f in the woods is a cautionary tale shall we say and it's funny i just from my perspective it seems like you saw this this trope right this hey we're in the middle of dark spooky woods what's the thing that we should do now instead of you know getting somewhere safe we should probably lay down right here and start blanking right and you made an entire film over it you know about it and this cautionary tale of this is why you don't f around in the woods <laughs> you said you have kids yeah are they are they littles they're not um, to dad's films yet um they've seen some of my stuff um my youngest is 10 my oldest is 12 so Okay. Um, they've seen, you know, some of the things that, you know, don't have nudity right. in it. That's a, that's the main thing I, I try to keep them away from because, well, I'm about to have a teenager, so he'll find out all about it on his own. Right. And 12 is kind of that, that borderland age as yeah. to where, yeah, where they land on the appropriateness scale. I'm the same way. I'm the same way with mine. It's like, they don't really want to see the blood and guts anyways. I'm okay with them if it's cussing because they hear it at home. You know, if it's, you know, disgusting like zombies or, you know, vampires or whatever. But the, the sex, no, it's a big no-no. Yeah. What was yeah. great, like, um, like my kids, they, at first, neither of them liked horror movies at all. And then um, after... Like they would see like the creature suit for the first film here and they weren't real fond of it at first, but, uh, once they saw an actor get out of it, it was kind of like a light bulb turned on and they were like, Oh wait, this is fake. So, uh, they, they're pretty good about things cause they just know it's fake. So they don't let it get to them. Right. That's that's a very good point because one of my favorite horror films is 13 Ghosts. And my kid couldn't even he would be on like the other side of the house if I was watching it. And I don't feel like it's that scary. Yeah. But 
they did on the DVD. Now this is a little bit back, but what they did on the DVD was um, they had behind the scenes. So it was like the juggernaut, you know, drinking a Starbucks or whatever. So I could show him, look, you know, there it's people, there, it's costume, it's makeup, you know, and the same thing with the walking dead, which they had some really good behind the scenes as well. Uh, I think it was Greg Nicotero showing how they did the makeup. So yeah. that, that helps a lot. I think, especially because he's autistic. So sometimes fake is real. If you yeah. don't, tell, you know, like, no, no, no. Zombies don't exist. But if they yeah. did, <laughs> this is how we have to deal with it. I think that's pretty cool though. So what, it is October something, 4th, 5th. What are your big plans for Halloween? Um, I don't really have many. It's it's one of those things like we'll watch horror movies this month and then I'll help the kids make costumes. But really, other than that, I, I try to, I don't know, since I, I live in horror all year round, uh, sometimes I just kind of set back during Halloween and just let it go by. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, what you should do is decorate the house for Christmas on October 31st, you know, <laughs> really piss off the neighbors. Right. So do your kids, like, are they going to dress scary, do you think? Are they princessy? Um, no, my, I know one of them is going to be Mega Man. Nice. And then the other, I believe, wants to be this character called Naruto. Not 100% on, I know that's some form of, like, anime, but that's about mm-hmm. all. I- He's the dude in the orange suit with, like, the blonde spiky hair and headband. Yeah. Naruto, yeah. Well, mine's been uh, Mario for like the past five years, so it's easy peasy this <laughs> Mine were Hellboy last year and uh, Carnage. Nice. So this year, it I don't know. To an extent, I'm like, come on. We can literally make you any costume in the world. What do you want to be? Right. So. We can make you the parasite. Right. Like, <laughs> anything you can imagine. We can right. make it. Oh, my God. Speaking of wicked ones, that would be an awesome Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to, and I don't know if this is spoilerific or not, but you did something with this film that I thought was interesting. And I'm seeing a little bit of a, a resurgence of it. The ending is kind of at the beginning, and then you backtrack it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, six hours earlier. You didn't say it, but, you know, that's the idea. What was the decision um was that just like a creative direction you decided to go in? Um, I knew, well, I knew regardless, I wanted to pick up th- that same day after the first one ended. Mm-hmm. So just a matter of how to do that, but how to also tie in how these creatures are still alive after the first film. Right. And I need to know, which campground just keeps sedatives in the fridge, you know? <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, though. And I liked that you um, you brought in... I just lost my damn train of thought. Oh, you brought in the the, uh, the same-sex relationship, which was awesome, with nod to the, the queer community. So where do, where do the characters go from here? I mean, Gil and Jane may or may not have made it to the end of the film because we don't spoil things. Are the things... Are they coming back? Are they gone for good? What are the plans? See, I would love to make a trilogy, but uh, at the moment, I've spent like eight years in that 
headspace to where I'm enjoying a break. Yeah. Yeah. Films like They See You and, and lighter hearted horror, I guess. I think that's, like you said, going into a little more suspense or a little more spooky ooky rather than, you know. I was talking with someone the other night and we were talking about how it seems like with Halloween films, it's either scary, right? Or it's babyish. And there's like this, yeah, there's this demographic, your kids probably, the 10 to 12 films that would be kind of scary, like a goosebumpy, but maybe a tinge more scary. Yeah. Oh, not it, <laughs> right? right. Not, it's for kids, but it's not, you know, where they're getting eaten. So yeah i would really i would really like to see a lot more of that come out i think it's it's a underserved demographic oh for sure i told tori when he was after uh they see was was finished and i saw it at the premiere i asked him i was like why didn't you just edit out the cursing and like this would have like pretty much been like a family movie yeah like i feel like he could get much further distro with something like that. Right. Without the cursing. I mean, you could have got it on Disney plus. You, right, but... you just have to change the, uh, the settings on Disney plus to see this, you know, the scary and the bad words. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of, they see you, is it out yet? You said, uh, premiere? Yeah. I think it came out Tuesday. Oh, God damn it. I've been waiting. <laughs> Alrighty. And you did, it says you did artwork on that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I did some uh, artwork. Uh, the book that they have, I made mm -hmm. that. Um, nice. I made a lot of the prop weapons that the the bad guys have. You're an all around creative, aren't you? I try to be because yeah. sometimes just doing one thing kind of gets boring. Yeah. So I like to I like to keep it different. <laughs> I'm gonna ask this question, and if you want me to. Um... To take it out when I edit, I will. But do you have, you have like ADD, ADHD? Um, but I don't really know. I know as a kid, they felt I did, and they gave me medication for it. Like I was on forever. Um, but I don't really know. I never really followed up with it. Like I know I have some ticks, so it's it's possible. I only ask because uh, Kira and I, Kira is diagnosed and I'm pretty hundred percent sure that I have it as well. And everything you're saying is resonating with me because I'm like, yes, I will. I will see this. That's cool. I want to be involved with that. That's cool. I mean, I'm all over the board, you know, and yeah. it's, it's sometimes to like focus and get something actually done. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, you're a musician, you're an artist, you're a crafter, you're a filmmaker, your dad, a NASA enthusiast, which is great because I'm on the space coast. <laughs> we get we get to see the rockets go up. Not to not to digress, but the SpaceX rockets that are going up for some reason are not as thrilling to me as when the shuttles would go up. But yeah. you know, it is what it is. What is coming up next? This is releasing. Why did I write October second? It's releasing on the 11th. Yeah. On video on demand on your basic streaming platforms. What is up? next next do you have your eye on something um right now i have a film called stranded that is in the film festival circuit oh wow and uh i believe just the other day uh it got its 10th win awesome 
doing really good. Wild Eye is also going to be releasing that film, um, hopefully in the first quarter of next year. I'll be on the lookout for it. Wild Eyes is, they're releasing. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I love it. And they're bringing back some of the old ones, you know, Moonchild, things like that. I was like, so Stranded, 10th win, congratulations. That's amazing. What's the, uh, what's the, the story with Stranded? I mean, um, I mean, self-explanatory, but go ahead. <laughs> Stranded is a completely different film than Don't Fuck in the Woods. It's not, it's not really even a horror film. It's a, it's a very serious toned film about, uh, a family that's kind of been split apart that they have to come together because their mom passed away mm-hmm. and her last wishes were to have her ashes scattered uh, at a lake where they visited when they were young. Mm-hmm. On the way there, they become stranded um, and they become stranded in a uh, part of Arkansas that's called Falk, Arkansas. And Falk, Arkansas is notorious for Uh, the legend of Boggy Creek. So um, while they're stranded, uh, they end up coming across uh, Bigfoot. And uh, definitely a very terrifying night ensues for them. Which, of course, should bring them closer together, but we'll have to wait and see. Right. (laughs) That sounds actually really cool. And you said Wild Eyes will be releasing it earlier next year? I'm hoping so. We haven't really talked about when that could be released, so I'm just guessing. Sooner the better. Right. That's cool. Where can people follow you? Can they follow you on social media? I know I follow you on Twitter, but do you have a website that people can visit? Um, We have uh, conceptmediallc.com and then I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and it's uh, normally at S.M. Burkett. At S.M. Burkett. Alrighty, awesome. Last question before we go. What what instrument did you play? Um, guitar, bass, drums, a little bit of keyboard, and I sang every now and then. I'm not surprised it was more than one instrument. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Happy Halloween. If you don't celebrate it, happy Christmas. Thank you. Okay. You too. Thanks for having me. Well, absolutely. Bye. <laughs>